Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. I know exactly where I was. I know exactly where I was and what I was doing 25 years ago, Wednesday, next Wednesday, which is August 31st. Our family, uh, in fact, my wife was pregnant at the time. She was very pregnant at the time with son number two. We had just come back from a California vacation, which included Disneyland and seeing those usual sights. And we arrived home, and that evening there was news of a traffic accident that involved Princess Diana. Initially, the reports were not ominous, and I I remember settling in for a long night. I was completely taken with the story in front of a television that had a big screen, and it was one of those that was very deep. Do you remember those TVs? Right, sure. So much so that I was always always worried about it tipping over on one of the kids because the kids were then crawling around. Um. But it rocked the world. And weeks thereafter, I was in the UK Mm. and I was in Hyde Park and I was I was right in front of uh, an area. I guess I guess I was in front of Kensington Palace. I'll have to go over this with my special guest. But the flowers were still there. We're still there. (gasps) That's how that's how fresh it was that I was there. And I, I have pictures that I took where literally TC, the flowers were. Three and four feet oh, deep. I, I you remember. had to see it. I remember. To I can't it. believe you actually got to see it. I I remember that. It is chilling to me. I had I had a newborn. Emma was twenty three days old, and I I can picture myself crying on her head, the tears falling on her little baby head as I'm watching the coverage and later the funeral. Just Hard to explain terrible. to people who were not then alive or paying attention. Maybe they were too young. Maybe young. they weren't into it. But I was no so, no no no. My so recollection taken. is no, my recollection is you didn't need to be a royalist. The to world be, to be take a monarchist, right? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Well, Patrick Jeffson is the former private secretary and chief of staff to Princess Diana. We regard him as a friend. He's authored a number of books, most recently The Megan Factor. On the 20th anniversary, he authored Shadows of a Princess. Patrick, it's nice to have you back and to reflect on that date. Michael, good to be with you. Yes, it does bring back some memories. It does astonish me how quickly the years have flown, and yet... The images from that time, just as you described, are as fresh as if they were yesterday. Where were you and what were you doing when you got the first word? Well, uh, I had resigned from working for the princess a year beforehand as a result of the Panorama Martin Bashir scandal. That's another story. So I was, uh, I was out of the royal world. I was back in my own world. I was actually at home in the country. And I woke up for no reason at four o'clock in the morning. And you know, sometimes you just... You realize you're not going to go back to sleep, so I went downstairs to the kitchen to make a cup of tea, and there was a message on the telephone answering machine, and it was from a Fleet Street editor saying, Patrick, I expect you've seen the news about the princess. Let me know if there's anything you want to say. So I turned on the TV, and much like you, initially it was just news of a traffic accident. And I'll be honest with you, Michael, I was a little bit... Uh, suppose I was slightly unsurprised because she used to drive very fast. She was not a good driver, and I always worried that she was going to get in an accident. But at that stage, there was no suggestion that she was uh, critically injured. And then, out of the blue, there was the news she had passed away. And then it was as if the world stopped. The the outpouring... I just actually I'm I'm now thinking of a number of things. The outpouring of 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 world condolence, if that's a proper way to describe it, the images of the boys walking behind the horse-drawn carriage, mummy on that note. I mean, just sort of ingrained in all of our minds. Yes, I I went to the funeral in Westminster Abbey and I know London well. I know you do as well, Michael. And I had never felt the city with just just that degree of solemnity. You could hear the tolling of the funeral bell all over West London. The city came to a complete standstill. 
And of course, there were the tens, hundreds of thousands of mourners in the, in the London parks. And it was uncanny, the silence that hung over this huge crowd of people. And then once we were inside the, uh, the abbey, the service, as you know, was, was uh, brilliantly conceived. It was actually an off-the-shelf pre-planned funeral for, for the Queen Mother, but adapted, obviously, for, for Diana. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, imagine that Elton John was going to sing Candle in the Wind for the Queen Mum. <laughs> no, but it's interesting. I went into the palace to, to see if I could help with the arrangements. And at that point, there was some doubt about Diana's precise status. There was even a concern that they would not even be able to fill the abbey. Can you imagine wow. that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that degree of detachment, and I remember thinking, well, there's not a lot I can do to help here. And on the way out, one of Diana's uh, bodyguards, one of her protection officers, and I've worked with him a lot in the old days, and he, big guy, strong, um, a... Uh, Special Forces trained, and the tears were rolling down his cheeks. And he said to me, Patrick, we would never have allowed this to happen to her. Mm. So you referenced Martin Bashir. And of course, there's there's been scandal revealed, right, relative to him. He duped her. Is that a fair way to say it, to, to sit for the interview? Yes, he lied to her. He spun her a web of terrible untruths in order to... Uh, win her confidence. She uh, was, in many respects, a vulnerable person, and I think he identified that and knew exactly how to play on those vulnerabilities for his own advantage. What remaining questions do you have about that chapter, given, as you say, that it led to your resignation? Well, more than that, Michael, I think it led, there's a direct line connecting uh, that with, with the accident in Paris, because the the panorama interview that Bashir persuaded her to give him led to the final sundering of relations between Diana and the royal establishment. Uh, and she was, after panorama, really cast out. She, in effect, had cast herself out. I mean, she it was her decision to give the interview, but I think it would have been a very different kind of interview had she done it without the malign influence of Martin Bashir. Am I right in saying that it was the panorama interview with Bashir that, that brought, among other quotations, there were three of us in the relationship? Yes. And it's very interesting to go back through the transcript of the interview. Um, a lot of it uh, was actually missed because of the, uh, the headline-grabbing quotation, the three of us in the marriage, which, of course, refers to uh, Prince Charles's long-standing affair with this is Parker Bowles, the, now the, the Duchess of Cornwall, the future Queen Consort. By the way, if uh, here's a naive question, one of many, I'm sure. If Diana had remained married to Charles, if Charles had ascended to the throne and predeceased Diana, would she have become queen? She would have been uh, not, not queen regnant. Uh, she would have become the Dowager Queen. So that is um, a little bit of of uh, uh, archaic detail, which some people love. Um, no, the throne, the, the crown would have passed to Prince William. And in effect, Diana would have become the, uh, the queen mother of her age. So that would have been 
uh, how the Constitution handled that situation. Well, has something changed with regard to Camilla, or will she be treated the same way in the hypothetical that I've laid out? Yes, uh, since she will be queen consort, uh, when the king, if the king were to die, she would then be sort of the retired queen consort, and there would be a new queen consort, in that case, Queen Catherine. But I don't understand. If, if Charles predeceases Camilla, and uh, again, assuming he's ascended to the throne, when Charles passes, does William immediately become king? Yes. He does. Okay. So it's an honorific that she receives. Yes. Got it. And of course, you know, in history, there aren't that many examples of it. But the most recent one being the Queen Mother, who was in her turn a, a widely beloved figure. That would be the pattern that, that they follow. The British royal family loves precedent and tradition. Patrick, the Queen Mother really seems to have been a card. The, the one you'd perhaps most want to have a drink with. <laughs> yes, I always used to enjoy going from my office in St. James's Palace across the courtyard to uh, her headquarters in Clarence House because no matter what time of day you got there, uh, after you'd done your little bit of business, there would be, uh, they would say, oh, would you like to stay for a little glass of something? And sure enough, um, the, bar, the bar opened early there and it didn't close till late. <laughs> uh, in watching the, the recent Platinum Jubilee, did you believe you were seeing, I don't know, the last hurrah or something that was going to provide additional longevity for monarch the monarchy well i think it's too early to say it was definitely a time for looking back with gratitude because you know for most british people's lives for most people's lives in the world the queen has been the queen um since since uh, 1951 52 so it really is a uh, an opportunity to look back at, at the the latter part of the 20th century and the early part of the 21st, she is a figure who links generations. And that gave us a chance, I suppose, to look back at the world as it was in 1952 when she ascended the throne and how much it has changed and how much she has, in a sense, helped smooth that change. For British people, that marks pretty much the transition from empire to, to uh, uh, the modern commonwealth. And it was the Queen who eased that potentially traumatic transition, which saw a colonial power become just one of a whole number of affiliated nations who voluntarily joined together in this remarkable organization, the Commonwealth. Patrick Jeffson is the former private secretary and chief of staff to Princess Diana. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? 
Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's ALLBIRDS.com code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. I referenced that your most recent book is The Megan Factor, a royal expert's insight on America's new princess and how she could change the Windsor dynasty forever. I have ongoing banter, some of it in jest and much of it not, with my colleague here, Patrick, uh, about the Megan factor. And I point out that someone who really wishes to retire from the public limelight, A, doesn't move to California, B, doesn't pal around and then go on television with Oprah, C, write a book, or D, this week, launch a podcast. TC, have I summarized that correctly for Patrick Jeffson? Um, you've ac- accurately summarized your thoughts on the matter. Yes, Michael. And I maintain, Mr. Jeffson, that she wants to live life on her own own terms and <laughs> and not it's not that she wants to be out of the spotlight she wants to be in the spotlight when she wants to be in the spotlight but michael seems to just think that she um has somehow captured the prince london london was not big enough here for the two go. of them and oh she could not coexist with kate that's the bottom line all right patrick <laughs> well michael i think I, I would probably come out on your side of the debate but but with 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 a sympathetic nod to tc because What we're looking at here really is a clash of cultures. Interestingly, the podcast to which you referred has gone straight in at number one uh, on the podcast charts. And that says something. Um, Megan, in her own way, has captured the zeitgeist of of that generation, that culture. Maybe it's a California thing. It's not a good mix with the House of Windsor, although I'm sure lots of people tried hard to make it mix. my, my main concern is that she let a wonderful opportunity slip through her fingers. You know, I worked for a British princess. There is no more wonderful opportunity to do good things than to be a British princess. The world is at your feet. You have this fabulous machine, the British royal household, which will do almost anything you want if you take the trouble to learn how it works. And I, my regret is that she didn't give it long enough. She didn't try uh, to... Uh, attune herself with, yes, it was a different culture, but a culture that could have yielded her enormous opportunities to do the the many good works she says she wants to do. And finally, William and Catherine, as good as they look from across the pond? 
I think we must accept that they are. Yes, they are the wholesome future of the British monarchy. Indeed, they are the only future of the British monarchy. They are the last chance. It's quite a thought. You know, if Charles and Diana had been able to make success of their marriage, and I, for one, believe they could have done, hmm. then we would be looking at a totally different scene. Uh, they would be about to ascend the throne. Instead, um, William and Catherine are the ones who are going to have to carry the torch forward. Catherine, in particular, carries enormous responsibility for the future viability of the whole Windsor dynasty. But with Camilla in the background, how I'm surprised by something you just said a moment ago. Why, why do you have a belief that that marriage, meaning Diana and Charles, could have worked? Well, simply this, Michael. I think we have sadly between us seen far too much uh, marital discord among our friends and, and acquaintances. And so often, if those around them, their friends, their advisors, took the opportunity to to keep them together, then things might have turned out differently. If the energy that went into pulling Charles and Diana apart had gone into keeping them together, and let's not forget, the British royal family is not a byword for marital virtue. There have been perfectly pragmatic arrangements reached in the past, then things could have been better. But no real attempt was made to help them get through the very difficult patch they were encountering. But Patrick, it just seems like a, a love story. I mean, he seems so in love with her and vice versa, something that no amount of cajoling from people in their orbit, I think, could have kept apart. Well, it's an interesting debate. I actually think it, it could. I mean, it is, a, it is ultimately a very pragmatic organization. Uh, and the, the opportunities, given the lifestyle that, that those people have to maintain, yes, perhaps a facade of of uh, normality would have been worth the effort. And who knows in the long run what might not have worked? Because you know, being royal is a lonely business, and the only people who understand what it's like to be royal tend to be other royal people. Charles and Diana, when you saw them working together, they did have a magic. They were dynamite. They were incredibly good. And I, having uh, worked for the prince as well as for the princess, will always believe there were opportunities to help them get through that difficult patch, and those opportunities were missed, sometimes negatively. Okay, here's what I'm taking away from what you just said, and, and you can correct me or not correct me, but I'm now back to her telling Bashir there were three of us in this marriage, and I'm hearing from Patrick Jeffson, yes, and we can make that work. Well, look at the history of, of uh, for example, some of Charles's ancestors. You don't have to go back very far. Uh, you know, where there's a will, where there's a will, particularly where there's a royal will, there's always a way. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me as we near the 25th anniversary. I really appreciate it. Your most recent book is The Megan Factor. And, of course, on the 20th anniversary of the passing of Diana, you wrote Shadows of a Princess, which shares a lot of the, the tale of your personal interactions with her. Patrick Jeffson, I wish you all good things. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. It's been great. Former Private Secretary and Chief of Staff to Princess Diana. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. 
These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> 